Hello, this is David back again with another episode of the Blood and Fire Radio Podcast. This is episode number 146. Uh, Getting to this one a week late, as I'm sure you all saw. I delayed it by a week, just kind of going through some health stuff and a lot of appointments and tests and crap like that. Uh, Nothing life-threatening, but something that for the time being seems like it's going to be kind of an ongoing thing. So there's no sense in delaying it any further. Just, you know, just uh, wasn't feeling it last week, so I'm knocking it out this time. So here we go. Um, All right, we're going to Norway here. This band existed from 91 to 2001 and then kind of regrouped in 2006. Uh, Haven't released anything new. They just play live seemingly, you know, a few times a year. It's Emperor and... um, Emperor recently completed, I believe it's done by now, um, their first U.S. tour in forever, because, I mean, they've played the U.S., but they tend to just kind of hit these big stops, you know, like they'll play in New York and Chicago, Los Angeles, you know, and then go home, or they played, I think they played that Psycho Las Vegas, you know, festival thing a year or two ago, I don't remember, but, uh, but yeah, that's kind of their M.O., they don't really do the big tours or anything, and uh, they came through on a fairly, you know, good-sized tour and uh, came through Dallas, and uh, I attended that show um, with my bandmates. Thank you to my bandmates. Um, I actually paid for my ticket because I wasn't going to go. Uh, not that I don't love Emperor, but I've already seen Emperor once. Um, it was their first show after they reformed. And it was in Oslo at uh, Inferno Festival 2006. And I went with uh, my friend Chris. And um, we we were very young and we just saved up all of our money (laughs) to make that trip happen. And it was such a magical experience. You know, we were front row. We got there very early and just kind of clung to the guardrail in the front row and just refused to move for the entire evening, basically, so we could secure our spot uh, for Emperor. But it was uh, amazing. So I figured, well, nothing's going to top that. You know, I didn't want to see them and risk it not being as good. Uh, but uh, bandmates, Justin in particular, was like, nah, I'm not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not having that. So you're going. So he paid for my ticket, and I'm very appreciative of that. And it was a great time. We all had uh, a really good time. And the show was awesome, of course, and just saw a lot of people that we haven't seen in a while. And it was a good time. So it kind of got me uh, in the Emperor mood listening to, uh, to their back catalog again. So... I'm going to play something off of the fourth and final album of theirs, which is uh, Prometheus. And that came out in 2001 through Candlelight Records and uh, kind of saw them take a little bit more chaotic um, and progressive of a turn. And, uh, you know, it, there's to me, there's kind of far less uh, traditional black metal elements on this album, but it doesn't make it a weaker album. It's a phenomenal record and it kind of gets overlooked um, when people talk about Emperor. But really good tunes on there, and um, and this was kind of their swan song. So uh, I wish I could have heard this song live, but I don't even know if they've ever played it live because they usually just play uh, In a Wordless Chamber um, off of Prometheus. That's kind of their one tune that they play live, it seems. But here we go, off of 2001's Prometheus. This is Emperor with Empty. 
There we go. That was Emperor with Empty. Love that song. Some really heavy riffing, um, you know, about halfway through that song. Um, yeah, it's a great record, and not enough people really talk about it and appreciate it for what it is. Um, all right, we're going to London in the UK, of course. This band's been going since 06, and I've been a fan since the first album. Um, really kind of was getting into that kind of post-black metal subgenre and uh, and they were one that I discovered and just immediately enjoyed and it's been a pleasure to follow their career uh, ever since that is Fenn and um, Krigsgrove was fortunate enough to have Frank uh, the singer from Fenn uh, do some guest vocals over the outro section of, uh, of our song Under Trembling Stars off of our 2016 album uh, Waves of Degradation and he did a great job it wasn't traditional like black metal vocals or anything he did this kind of real aggressive you know kind of shouting uh, thing and it just sounded great uh, we, he really knocked it out of the park and we were Definitely, you know, honored to have him be a part of it, and he's just kind of been a friend uh, to the band ever since. You know, we've yet to meet him in person, because we're a whole ocean away, of course, but, uh, you know, we've always kind of lightly kept in touch, you know, mainly through Facebook, uh, commenting on each other's stuff and all that. Uh, but super nice guy, and um, they've been on a real roll. I mean, they've never put out a bad record, but uh, the last few especially have just been really strong efforts and uh, they're releasing this new one I think it's actually out now it just came out on Friday uh, called Monuments to Absence and that came out on uh, July 7th so very very fresh that's album number seven and that came out through Prophecy Productions great label um, really striking cover art on this album production once again uh, is excellent um, I was a big fan of the production of their last album as well and um but yeah there's just kind of a little bit more aggression a little bit more heaviness and um the singles they released i knew i knew the singles were great really have enjoyed them and then uh, the album came out and i listened to the whole thing start to finish and it just does not disappoint at all it's definitely what i expected and more um and yeah they just kind of hit a home run with this one really really pleased with it so here we go. This one is actually one of the singles they released. It might have been the second one they released, I think. Uh, but it's a great tune, and it's uh, it's one of my favorites off of this album. I've only listened to it once, the album that is, start to finish, and I plan on uh, you know devoting some more time to it uh, this this upcoming week. So here we go off of the new album, Monuments to Absence. This is Fen with Racked.
There we go. That is Finn from the UK with Racked off of the new album Monuments to Absence. It's a phenomenal record. Um, they always deliver quality stuff. Uh, if you haven't heard it, highly recommended. Uh, all right, jumping to Sweden here. This is a two-piece that's been going since 2019. I was actually uh, turned on to this band uh, by my friend and former bandmate Sean in Colorado. And uh, he's been real big into sending me stuff lately as far as just what he's been listening to and checking, like, have you heard this? Have you heard that? And uh, he sends me a lot of stuff that uh, a lot of which I have not heard before. And uh, this was uh, a really, really cool record. The band is called Blood Tar, and that's basically Blood Tears is what that would translate to. But um, they released an EP in 2021, and then they have since uh, released their debut album earlier this year uh, in April. Through Nordvis Productions. The album is called De Fortenia for Flutna. Um, and it's really good. It has a very understated um, front cover. It's just kind of a brownish, you know, plain background, almost looks like leather, and then just has the band's logo um, right in the middle of it, and that's it. But um, just really strong, melodic, very quintessentially Swedish sounding black metal, but it's just done really well. And I really enjoyed it. It was kind of a, a nostalgic listen because it felt like something that would have come out in like the late 90s or something like that. Um, and it just came out <laughs> in April of this year. So definitely not anything new, but it's just really well executed. And uh, it's a record that simply passed me by back in April because I had never even heard of the band before. So I'm thankful that uh, Sean kind of turned me on to this one because it's a, it's a good record. So, here we go, off of this debut album, De Fortenia for Flutna. This is Blood Tar with Iavgrunden's Dupe.
Alright, there we go. That is Blodtar from Sweden with Eavgrundens Djup, which uh, means like in the depths of the abyss or the deep of the abyss, something along those lines. Um, Alright, we're jumping to Australia here. This is, some consider it a thrash band, I consider it more of just kind of speed metal, and some might be saying what's the difference. So I think speed metal is a little more rooted in... Um, and melody and kind of uh, very more very much like more rooted in, in new wave of British heavy metal whereas thrash is like more about just the speed and aggression kind of very slayer rain and blood and the early creator albums and stuff like that so this is a little more kind of melodic riff based but they still have plenty of you know speed and things like that but it's mortal sin and uh, they existed from 85 to 92 and then kind of regrouped from 96 to 98, and then uh, one last time from 2004 to 2012. And uh, that's kind of all she wrote. So I believe they're out of Sydney as well, uh, if, if you want me to get more specific about where in Australia. But uh, they ended up with five albums total. Um, those first couple are kind of the ones that people uh, go to the most, I would say. Uh, I'm going to play something off of the debut, just because I like the uh, kind of more raw production which is still punchy still sounds good but it's just definitely uh you know a little more raw and it suits the music really well but the debut came out in 1987 called mayhemic destruction and that came out through mega metal productions and um great record and just very very 80s of course but the riffs it's all about the riffs they had great riffs and I just love the uh, the drum sound on this record as well. There's something about it that I just really dig. So this one's a nice catchy number here. So off of the debut album from 87, Mayhemic Destruction. This is Mortal Sin with Blood, Death, Hatred. <laughs> Yeah. 
right, that was Mortal Sin from Australia with Blood, Death, Hatred. And uh, that one's, to me, one of their catchier songs. And uh, some great riffs going on there. All right, back to Sweden we go. This is a one-man band that I love. That's been going since 2012. Kind of falls in that uh, blackened death metal category because it's still very much rooted in black metal, but he's just not afraid to get real heavy with some of these riffs and, you know, throw in some palm-muted kind of chunky stuff from time to time. And uh, that band is Svartkonst. Hey, there's my son's cat making his appearance. Um, Svartkonst, and I I try to tell everybody about this band. Um, I think each album has been fantastic so far, and there's a new one coming out, and I am all for it. But... Um, the last show that uh, Krigsgrav played, which was June of last year, I made sure to wear my Svartkonst shirt on stage, show him some love. Um, but there's a new album coming out on uh, April, not April, August 29th, uh, called May the Nightfall. And uh, they're signed to Trust No One Records, but uh, as of now it shows that this release is being done independently, which I'm not quite believing, but that's what Metal Archive shows at the moment. But uh, this will be album number three. So the debut came out in 2018, and then uh, in 2020s when the second album came out, that's the one where I first uh, discovered this band. And then uh, this new one here in 2023. But um, it's excellent. It's very... You get those kind of flashes of like Watain and stuff like that, but uh, for the most part it kind of stands alone as its own thing. But it's very heavy and aggressive and just really well done. I really liked the production of the second album. The single that they've released, which I'm just about to play, is an excellent song, but I'd say that the production is maybe slightly less beefy, less bassy and thick uh, as the last album, so this one will be a, a slightly different you know, sounding album, but uh, I, have, I have high hopes and I don't expect that I will be disappointed. So here we go, off of the upcoming album, May the Night Fall, this is Svartkonst with Endless Dark.
There we go. That is Svartkonst from Sweden with Endless Dark. And that's uh, on their upcoming album, May the Night Fall. Coming out on August 29th, and I am very excited about that. Uh, we're going to Germany here for this next one. It's a four-piece band that's uh, very new. They've been going since 2020. Called Antrich. And I, I meant to kind of look up how to pronounce some of these song titles and stuff. Uh, but I just kind of it passed me by i forgot to do it i could stop things right now and do it but i'm not gonna um yeah they released an ep in 2021 and now uh, just released the debut full length this past april on april 6th um i see that it was released independently i could be wrong there but um i first came across this being advertised on facebook uh through some you know kind of black metal group page that i follow and then my friend Sean, you know, sent it to me. And I think that's when I finally checked it out and listened to it. And since then, I've seen other uh, friends of mine on Facebook, uh, some German friends of mine as well, you know, kind of share about this album. So seems to be kind of picking up some traction. It's a good record. It's uh, kind of what I would describe as uh, modern black metal. Like it, it doesn't have like a Scandinavian early 90s sound to it or anything. They're kind of doing their own thing. Uh, kind of a modern take on it, and uh, I'm trying to think of a comp, you know, um, band-wise, but I'm struggling at the moment. But um, but this record I actually really enjoyed. It's called Expedition 2, and uh, the subtitle of that is spelled D-I-E Passage, P-A-S-S-A-G-E, but I don't know if it's pronounced Die Passage or if it's you know, in a different language, and I'm, you know, butchering the pronunciation completely, but, um, but yeah, I'm not even gonna, uh, try to pronounce the song, it's kind of a long word there that I know I'm gonna mess it up, so, uh, just look in the show notes and you'll see what it is, but, um, but yeah, I, I definitely recommend checking out this record, and, uh, I think you'll be surprised, kind of like I was, so, off of their new album, the debut album, this is Antrich from Germany.
There we go. That is Antrich from Germany off of their new album that came out uh, this past April. Yeah, that's a great tune and an excellent record. And uh, like I said, it seems to be kind of picking up a little bit of momentum. And if you haven't heard it yet, I highly recommend it. So, uh, all right, we're going to Texas here in the old U.S. of A. Band's been going since 2004, and that band is my band, Krigsgrav. Um, definitely self-indulgent to play your own band's material on there, but it wouldn't be the first time I've done this, so whatever. It's my show, damn it. So, um, I'm gonna play something off of the new album. Our album, uh, Fires in the Fall, just came out on June 23rd through Wise Blood Records, and that's our seventh album overall. And yeah, hard to believe we've been going for 19 years. Next year, next fall, will be 20 years, which is crazy. Um... And yeah, we're very happy to uh, release this album through Wise Blood. This is our second one through Wise Blood. We did the Sundering um, with them as well. And uh, just great label, great communication. They really uh, work hard to promote their artists and their releases. And uh, we've really had a ton of uh, positive feedback. And uh, we've just kind of spread the message uh, even farther than we imagined with this new one as far as uh, the different media outlets that have provided reviews and feedback and just tons of pages, you know, social media pages that have uh, mentioned the record or promoted it in some way and uh, just podcast interviews and stuff that we've done about it. And, uh, you know, we pushed hard when it comes to uh, advertising this thing and uh, it seems to have paid off and people are really just uh, enjoying it you know obviously we make the the music for ourselves but uh, without an audience you're you're not really gonna do a whole lot here in this business so it's nice uh, that uh, the hard work that we put into the songwriting into you know all aspects of this um, seems to have paid off and people are really appreciative of it and yes, we used the same um, engineer and studio and everything for the mix and master, so it does um, kind of, in a way, feel like a companion piece to the Sundering, but it definitely, musically, is more diverse and more uh, of an emphasis on atmosphere and things like that this time around. Uh, a little more echo on the vocals as well, that wasn't really like an intentional thing, that's just kind of something I noticed that's a little different. But uh, I'm going to play one of my own songs as well. Because I wrote two songs, um, music and lyrics, on this one. And this one, you know, I'm, it's kind of a, a lengthy story a little bit. But I'm going to try and keep it as concise as I can. I'm a pretty long-winded person anyways. But basically, this song is called Journeyman. And it was written um, for our former bandmate, Corey Smith and uh, his brother as well Sean Smith who's <laughs> Sean I've mentioned you a couple times now on the episode but both of them are out in Colorado these days and uh, just great friends and brothers and um, definitely remain a source of inspiration for both myself and uh, Justin who have known them for years um, we've all played in bands together at, at one point or another and really just, you know, them as brothers have been through a lot in life and they've always just kind of had each other's backs and um, and it's just kind of an ode to them and their spirit and how they just kind of keep on, keep on keeping on and uh, they're just living the dream with their life. Their, their lives are uh, very fruitful these days and uh, it's, it's really been uh, a pleasure to see. So we just kind of wanted to kind of tip our hat to them. Um, lyrically and everything with this song 
And in crafting the music for the song, I made a lot of really specific decisions um, with the type of riffing and stuff that I did just to suit the tastes of Corey, basically. I was like, I'm going to write a song that has all these elements that I know Corey would love. And uh, even lyrically, there's even a, a very brief quote from uh, the movie The 13th Warrior, which has always been kind of a, you know, not an like an inside thing with us that we all kind of love that movie and reference that movie a lot. So yeah, a lot of thought went into this, you know, and uh, and they both really were kind of touched by the gesture and loved the song and all that. So, But I wanted to kind of right a wrong here because... Um, when I listen to it now, like at the time when you approve the mixes and things like that, uh, it felt good. But listening to it now, I feel like that the outro, the ending of the song should have faded down way sooner than it actually does on the record. Like that ending goes on for a long time before it finally fades out. So I'm going to actually shorten, <laughs> shorten the fade out here and kind of make it more in line with uh, probably how it should be on the record. But uh, yeah, fun song to write, fun song to play. And um, I'm glad that it's been uh, well received. So here we go off of our new record, Fires in the Fall. This is my band, Grove, with Journeyman.
All right, and there we have it. That is Journeyman by Kriegsgrove off of our new record, Fires in the Fall. Um, yeah, if you haven't given it a listen, give it a listen. It's out there on all the uh, streaming services and on Bandcamp, and it's available through the label, uh, where it's all over YouTube and stuff, wherever you want to listen, it's out there. So, um, All right, <laughs> let's move on to Greece here. This is a four-piece been going since 2001 um i've only heard two of their albums so far i haven't heard the first few but the band is burial hordes and i heard album number four and now album number five just came out the first one in five years called ruins and that came out on june 9th through uh, transcending obscurity records great label based out of india and um yeah this album is really good and i think it might be even better than the last album that i heard but um they just kind of do some of that style that the greeks do really well which is just kind of this real rotten kind of primitive but just really aggressive kind of blackened death type stuff it's just very dark uh it's not quite like uh the band sisyphean from uh, where the hell are they from lithuania something like that um but it's kind of in that vein, I guess. But uh, yeah, very pleased with this because I liked the last one. So uh, I, I didn't realize it had been five years since that last one came out. But um, yeah, really enjoy what I've heard off of this, uh, this new one. So this one is uh, not only my favorite, but seems to be a lot of people's favorite because it's one of the uh, most played you know, songs from the album, according to Spotify at least. But uh, I can see why. Definitely my favorite from the album so far. So... Here we go, off of the new album Ruins, this is Burial Hordes with Insubstantial. Oh, my God. 
There we go. That is Burial Hordes from Greece with Insubstantial. Really cool song. Um, it should be noted, I forgot to mention a little fun fact uh, in regards to the Krigsgrove song, Journeyman, that I played before. Um, I talked about, you know, making a lot of very specific choices riff-wise um, with that song. And uh, as an extra little touch in there, I actually used a riff that was written by Corey um, years and years before when we were still in a band called Valsgard and we started working on some new material and then it all we just kind of fizzled out and didn't do anything with it so there was this riff that he wrote that I really liked so I actually already used it once in an old Obsidian Throne song which is one of my old bands uh, but it was kind of buried it was a it was a riff that we used in the chorus that was buried by like a lead guitar thing going on over it so you couldn't really appreciate the riff for what it is um, and, you know, if we're being honest here, Obsidian Throne didn't have a big fan base. There's not a lot of people that have even heard that album or heard that riff. <laughs> so I didn't think twice about repurposing that riff again and kind of giving it uh, a little more um, time to shine, I guess. So there's a riff in this song uh, that is actually written by Corey himself. So I thought that was kind of a cool thing to do. Uh, Alright, we're going back to Germany here out of Hamburg. This is a five-piece doom band that's been going since 2016. And I first found them on Facebook. And um, it was shared through some group page type thing, uh, this EP that they had released. And I want to say it was only like two songs long, two or three songs. Uh, but that was back in like 2018. And I heard it not long after it came out and really enjoyed it. And uh, played something off of that EP. And they were actually 
you know, really um, happy about that, you know, because they were still just kind of a newer band and all that. So they were just uh, psyched that somebody was playing their stuff on a podcast. <laughs> so they actually helped me out and kind of shared on their own band page about, you know, encouraging people to check out the podcast and all that. Um, but they haven't done anything since then. And they've been active. It's just kind of been slow going. And because uh, I follow their social media and stuff like that. So they've still been active. Uh, just hadn't been releasing anything yet. So finally, I was very excited to see uh, that their debut full length was finally coming out. And uh, it has come out now. So the album, I mean, did I even say the band name yet? I don't even know. It's Void Haven. I'm just all over the place. But Void Haven is the band. And the album in question here is called Lithic. And it came out on June 9th through Ardua Music. Uh, not a label I'm familiar with. But... Um, yeah, I was very, very pleased to see that uh, this finally kind of came to fruition, and uh, it did not disappoint. I really like this record a lot, and, uh, you know, it also helps that they're just good dudes. <laughs> they're just nice people. But really enjoyed that EP, but it was just uh, not enough. It was too short, too small of a taste. So now getting the, uh, the full dose here, it's a really uh, powerful record, and um, I, I just... Really enjoy it a lot. I've listened to it a few times. Not, I'm not, you know, playing it every day type thing, but I've listened to it probably three times uh, in its entirety, and um, it's excellent. They just, they really did some good work here. So I'm going to play one that uh, definitely stands out as my favorite. So here we go off of the new album, the debut album, Lithic. This is Voidhaven from Germany with Sermon of Scorn.
There we are. That is Void Haven from Germany with Sermon of Scorn. Uh, Alright, we are going to Bergen, Norway here. This is a four-piece that's been going since uh, 2005. And I feel like I've heard of them um, and maybe just never really checked them out before, but... Um, this new album was um, spoken of highly. I can't remember where I first saw this album, but I decided to check it out and uh, was pretty blown away by it. It's really well done. The band's called Sworn, and uh, they've got four albums, including this newest one, and uh, it's their first album in five years, this new one. But uh, the new album's called A Journey Told Through Fire, and that came out uh, on June 21st, and it is really just kind of a masterclass of... Just epic, melodic, yet still very aggressive black metal. Um, has a very kind of modern production, very punchy, but uh, suits the music here. I actually don't think a, a more raw production would work as well with their particular sound. But um, it's good. It's pretty vicious and pretty epic and just a really good record. And it makes me want to check out some of the earlier stuff, which, you know what, I think I'm going to make a little note for myself uh, to do that tomorrow <laughs> i want to hear more so yeah if you haven't heard it highly recommend this one so again the album's called a journey told through fire from bergen norway this is sworn with visions of fire
That is Sworn from Norway with Visions of Fire. Excellent song on an excellent record. Um, all right, we're going back to the USA here. Band that's been going since 88, originally from Buffalo, New York. And they've resided in Florida for many years now. But that's Cannibal Corpse. And say what you will, you have to respect Cannibal Corpse and how hard they've worked for their entire career, how much they tour. They've always been consistent with album releases. They don't take massive amounts of time uh, in between albums. They're always writing, just always grinding. And um, they are not young. <laughs> They're still doing it at a very high level. And they are coming out with a new album called Chaos Horrific. That's coming out on uh, September 22nd through Metal Blade, of course. They've always been on Metal Blade, but that's album number 16, which is pretty wild. To know that it's been that many, um, I had first first really appreciated them. I mean, I had heard them before, but didn't really dive into it much until uh, around the time that Gore Obsessed came out. That was my first foray into Cannibal Corpse, and then by the time uh, The Wretched Spawn came out, I was kind of all in from there. But um, 
but yeah, they this is their second album now with Eric Rutan as a full-time member. Uh, he wrote oh three songs, I believe, on the last album. So he was just jumped right in and uh, and started writing. And I believe he has uh, probably has at least I know he has at least two, but he might have three songs on this new one as well. So yeah, it seems to be um, kind of that kind of split these days where it'll be like. Um, you know, Rob Barrett writes three or four, Eric will write th- three, and then Alex will write four, you know what I mean? Like, just to make, like, 11 or 12 tracks. And they they split it pretty well, but I, I'm always impressed by the fact that they're not like, oh, well, you know, Eric's the new guy, his stuff might not sound quite as much like Cannibal Corpse as ours, so let's not, you know, release his stuff as the single. They don't care, like, they, they've been very, um encouraging is probably the best word i would say as far as his material they seem to really enjoy the stuff he writes for them and uh and they are more than happy to put it front and center so this first single kind of dropped out of nowhere people weren't expecting it like they announced the album coming in september and then just boom they had a new single and a music video you know but this is one of eric's songs and um it doesn't have like the catchy riffing in it because you kind of, anytime that you're tuned that low, and you're, if you're, unless you're doing something higher up on the fretboard, like if you're keeping things pretty low on the lower end of the fretboard, um, sometimes it kind of sounds a little muddied and, and it's still heavy, still very heavy, but uh, you can't quite, the definition of notes isn't quite there. So there's not enough real catchy riffing going on in this song, but it is, if you just want a brutal, like aggressive, death metal cannibal corpse song you know this has got you covered for sure but uh to me it's just lacking a little bit of that catchiness but uh still a cool song but uh, here we go off of the upcoming album chaos horrific coming in september this is cannibal corpse with blood blind Predetermined to ensure a future 
There we go. That's Cannibal Corpse with Blood Blind. Um, it's a really heavy, super heavy song. Um, I'm anxious to hear what the next single's going to be, but since the album's not coming out till September, I would imagine that we're probably not going to get another one till maybe August. Although bands these days, they release more singles than they used to. Like, I swear a band could release a, a nine-song album and before the album comes out, they've released like four singles. And it's like, well, you've already heard half the album now. Um, which, I mean, Krigsgrove, we just, we had three, and we only have eight songs <laughs> on our album. So, you know, hey, whatever. Um, but yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll get, uh, you know, two or three more here before the album comes out. All right, we're going to Belgium here. This band, uh, I don't believe, is still active. I think they uh, they ceased to be in 2020, but they formed in 2014 uh, as a five-piece. The band is called Soul Grip, and I had never heard of them before, and I think I just kind of came across them as like a similar artist, you know, on Spotify. Whoever I was listening to, they were just kind of listed among, you know, other artists you may like, you know. And... It's not bad. It's kind of like that Antrish that I played earlier, where I'd say it's definitely like a more modern take on black metal, kind of that post-black metal, but just kind of a, some general weirdness here and there, but um, overall still rooted in black metal. The vocals definitely kind of have a more modern sound to me. Um, they did a lot of EPs. They had EPs in uh, 2015, 2018, and then 2020, and uh, just the one full length and uh, that came out in November of 2018 it's called Not Ever and that came out uh, through Consoling Sounds Records haven't heard of that label uh, I should look into them and see if there's anything else on there that I've heard of but uh, I first listened to this song as uh, I guess it was a standalone single that they released you know that had its own cover art and everything just a standalone thing and then they ended up including this song uh, on the uh, debut full length as well so the version I'm playing uh, is off of that standalone single, which I believe has kind of a slightly different uh, production um, than the than the full length. But um, interesting song, interesting band in general. This is not something that's going to be kind of my go-to band I listen to all the time, but uh, I definitely didn't hate it and uh, thought it was just pretty interesting and felt like sharing. So here we go off of their 2018 debut album called Not Ever. This is Soul Grip with grand <laughs>
right, there we go. From Belgium, that is Soul Grip with Grand off of their one and only full-length album called Not Ever. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, there's some really cool guitar work going on in there. Um, but they are just kind of a definitely a different, you know, different type of black metal band than you're used to hearing. Um, Alright, this one is fun. This next one, we're going to the USA out of Oregon. A band that is listed as active, but I think it's more of a matter of nobody's updated that <laughs> Metal Archives page to say that they're not. Uh, but they've been going since 97. That band is Winter of Apocalypse. And, man, the story for me with this one is... I bought it sight unseen. It was just, uh, I was at a CD warehouse here in uh, kind of the Watauga, North Richland Hills area of Texas, which is kind of in between Fort Worth and Dallas, for those of you who don't know. But just little, just small CD shop back in the day, um, probably around 2005 or so. But I just was taken by the uh, cover art because it was black and white. It looked to be hand drawn, like whoever did the cover art did it with just like a pen, like a you know ink pen on paper, and had a hard to read, obviously black metal logo, and on the back there was a corpse painted man, you know, standing in the snow, and I was like, well, this looks promising. I don't know. Let's buy it. So it was cheap, and I bought it, and it was decent. Like you know, it's kind of. Um, the riffing is more along the lines of like what I would consider like the Finnish black metal bands, you know, bands like Horna and stuff like that. The riffing is kind of like that. Drumming was very good. Uh, I think the drummer was kind of the leader, if you will, of the band. Um, and that guy actually has gone on to play. I don't think he plays drums in this in these other bands. I could be mistaken because he kind of. I think he's somebody that plays multiple instruments. But he was in. Um, he's currently in Ascended Dead. Uh, Ritual Necromancy, who I know I've played on this uh, podcast before, and uh, I think he's in Lord Gore as well. So yeah, he's kind of in some other notable, you know, bands that people have heard of, but uh, Winter of Apocalypse hasn't really done anything. They released this album, the one that I bought at the little CD store, called Solitary Winter Night, and that came out in 2004 through Moribund Records, uh, which is a label that I used to hear a lot more about, you know, back in the day. I don't really know if they're still active. Uh, If they are, they're definitely... Uh, quieter than they used to be but uh, it says that they have two albums the other one came out in 2015 but that one really is just kind of like a compilation of their demo and a few other songs you know kind of thrown together uh, to make a full-length album so it's really rough because it's clearly just kind of a demo basically but uh, so they haven't really released any new like original material since this debut in 2004 but I will say that the vocals are pretty boring they're very monotone i don't know if he's going for like a an attila from mayhem type vibe but uh, to me it's just a little too monotonous and too boring but music uh was was good like it, it looked promising to me and even though it wasn't anything revolutionary i definitely didn't uh, regret my purchase so a little bit of nostalgia here for me so off of 2004's solitary winter night this is winter of apocalypse with solitary winter night Thank you. 
There we go. Some nice melodic black metal from Winter of Apocalypse from Oregon. That was the song Solitary Winter Night. Yeah, that definitely takes me back. That was just kind of a, I don't know what this is, but it looks interesting, and I bought it and, and enjoyed it. <laughs> so I think I broke the case uh, accidentally, of course, and then I took the insert out and the CD out and put it in like a little slim case because that's all I had left. So I think I still have that somewhere. Um, all right, it is that time for me to announce the final song of the episode. I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, thanks for telling other people about the podcast. Uh, thanks for being patient as well. You know, I, this episode should have been done and released uh, a week earlier, but circumstances were what they were. So I, I'm, I'm thankful that you guys are being patient with me uh, for pushing this back a week. Uh, I expect to just remain on schedule um, from here on out unless I have a bunch of other, like, appointments and things um, that kind of interfere with my note-taking and stuff. Because I do, you know, my process for each of these episodes is something that takes me several days of, you know, getting my songs together and my notes together and all that. So I expect to be on schedule, though. Uh, if you want to tell somebody where they can listen to the podcast, they can listen online at bloodandfireradio.podbean.com or on the free Podbean app. Um, and if you have any sort of, uh, you know... Actually, no, I need to also say, I, I say the same thing at the end of every episode, and I'm still kind of fucking it up uh, right now for some reason, but, um, you know, the entire catalog of episodes should be on Spotify as well, so you can find it and follow it there. Uh, any sort of feedback or, you know, requests or things like that, uh, you can email me at bloodandfireradio at gmail.com. And, of course, please find and like the Facebook page, because any sort of uh, posts or news or updates or delays in this case... Uh, it's all going to be posted there, so anything that I need to share with you guys, the listeners, is going to be posted there, so uh, please find and like the page so you don't miss out. Um, yeah, I haven't really gotten started on my uh, my what bands I'm going to play for the next episode, but uh, I'm going to get working on that one just as soon as this one is posted, pretty much. But I expect to have it out uh, on schedule in the next two weeks, so... Here we go. We're going to Winnipeg, Canada. This band has been going since 2010, and big fan of theirs. The band is Wilt, and I have played Wilt uh, probably twice because I think I've played something off of each of uh, the first two albums. But uh, you know, they've been going since 2010. They put out albums in 2015, 2018, and now they've just released uh, an EP um, very recently here in June, so debut album Moving Monoliths is a phenomenal record, and, uh, the second album, also excellent, I don't think I liked it quite as much as the debut, but the album's called Ruin, and, um, now they've released, you know, I've seen it referred to as a full length, but it's like 25 minutes long, and I refuse to call that a full length, so you gotta break the half hour mark for me to call it a full length, uh, so I'm calling this an EP, but it's called Hugen, it's H-U-G-I-N-N, and uh, that came out on June 23rd through Vendetta Records, which I believe they've been on Vendetta Records for the entirety of their uh, their career, if I'm not mistaken. But but yeah, this EP consists of only three songs, you know, each one of them is about eight minutes long, and um, I just kind of didn't even know it was coming, honestly. I just saw it on a uh, upcoming releases thing, like a week before it came out, and uh, checked it out that day when it was released, and it's another another strong addition. They don't disappoint, that's for sure. Um, so yeah, I didn't see much in the way of advertising and stuff for this uh, EP, so if you kind of missed out on it, if it passed you by, then uh, hopefully you'll uh, dig this tune, and then you can check it out yourself. Um, 
I got cut off there. Pro Tools decided I was talking too long, so I had to cut it and jump back in. Um, so here we go. I'm going to go ahead and announce this one, and I'll be back in two weeks uh, with episode 147. Until then, take care. So here we go off of their new Hoogan EP. This is Wilt with 1831. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>